Welcome to the Grappling We See exactly. Grappling Rewind Podcast. Welcome to this week on the Grappling Rewind Podcast. I'm your host, Maine, here with my co-host. Josh. Back from Colorado this week. Back. Back again. So this week on the show, we're going to talk about the IBJJF 2018 World Masters and a little bit of news. So before we jaunt into news, Josh, you've been gone for a week. How's your Colorado trip? Amazing. I didn't want to come back. That's reasonable. Yeah. You need training out there? One day, and I almost died. With the altitude? Every single round. Yeah. Were you guys doing regular five-minute rounds or like a different different timeline? Six minutes oh. or seven minutes. I can't remember. But it was more was, than five-minute rounds. I was at Prime BJJ in Colorado Springs. Shout out to Prime BJJ. Shout out to Troy Everett for suggesting them. Uh, Marcelo Mota, awesome dude, very friendly guy, awesome gym, uh, cool little spot. Uh, yeah, I was definitely feeling that. The whole like hiking and going up thousands of feet, not not a big deal, but man... Trying to jog in a circle and then do <laughs> karaoke's or inside shuffles or whatever, that was that was a little taxing. Yeah. Again, when I was out there, the biggest thing that I found was you'd do your round and then you'd finish your round and then like you wouldn't catch your breath. Like the round was kinda like a normal round, but you just wouldn't catch your breath after. You're like, Okay, cool, go again. And I'm like, Oh shit, like I am not recovered from the previous round yet and we're going again. I also don't think it helped that I was on a steady diet of donuts and Dude, you burritos. kept texting me and the group just all of the garbage that you were eating, like boxes of donuts Let's and not like lie. burritos. First of, all, first of all, not garbage. All delicious food. Delicious garbage. If 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 I didn't send you a picture, it's because I thought the meal was not good. Uh, I went to one place. It's called You Want Pie. That place sucked. Jesus. I was mad as fuck. I was like, this food is terrible. Although their pie was good, but their actual food food, shitty. Right. How do you fuck up pancakes? Answer that question. Dude, we went to a restaurant in Colorado with Rachel, myself, and her brother, and we ordered like three things, and we got three incorrect orders when we were out there. And we were like surprised, like, how do you fuck up three consecutive orders? Like, And it was all like a piece of what we had ordered. Like, she got like a sandwich. But it was served like without the bread, and it was like a different sandwich. And I was like, "Wait, what?" what? And then her brother, her brother got some order, and it was like the meat version of the vegetarian dish she had ordered. And then I got something, and instead of being like the breakfast thing that I had ordered, it was the lunch thing. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like it was just wrong. Everything was wrong. I was like, "I'm just gonna eat this and leave." There were some there were some solid places out there though. Uh, Colorado's great. I had these breakfast burritos that were fucking amazing in Estes, which is right by Rocky Mountain National Park. That's where we Estes went. or Eustis? Estes. Okay. E-S-T-E-S. Estes. All right. Estes. Because I know this person main called Eustis, and people call it Estes sometimes, and I was no. just checking. No. So sweet. Well, it's good to have you back. Uh, anything from Kasai that you think we missed, or any other news items that you think we missed from last week? Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Wagner. Wagner is a is a is a monster. Uh, yeah. I love that. We dude. talked about that last week. I know, I know, but I just wanted to reiterate uh <laughs> he's he's amazing at how just he doesn't seem like a rude person in real life, but his no. jujitsu is very rude. Dude, Flow Grappling I love it. Let's let's touch on this item. Flow Grappling has an article titled Wagner Hosha is a nasty man. 
That is a terrible title. It's a funny title. But it's like, terrible. When's the last time you've heard some termed as a nasty man? Not in like politics or something. Like, oh, he's a nasty man. What did he do? He's nasty. Ugh. <laughs> he spit on someone's shoes. Like, he slapped someone in the face and got a penalty for it. I mean. That was a bullshit penalty. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's a, it should read Wagner Hosha is a badass motherfucker that gives no fucks. Yeah. That's a better Dude, he title. has a match this evening that um, on XFN, which is weird because Flow Grappling is streaming like an MMA organization for this match. I when think typically it's, it's on for this. But it's usually on Flow Combat. And I think it's actually streaming on both Flow Combat and Flow Grappling. Well, they've done that before, too. With oh, the, they have, really? With the Chael Sonnen things where they had it on Flow Grappling and on Flow Combat. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. But... I only ever go to Flow Grappling. I don't really go to many of the other flows unless, like, it's Flow Wrestling or specifically trying to cover something from their organization, but I really stick to flow grappling pretty much solo, so I didn't know they're broadcasting it on both. So that's happening today. Uh, as of this recording, I don't believe that's happened. I'm going to try to find it you know, and stick it into the episode We're going to edit that shit in. I'm gonna, you're going to hear like a pause. The volume's going to change. Then we go like, oh, this match happened. So unless we can't find it before the Secrets. recording comes out. and you know, But be it Secrets. known, that match is happening tonight and uh, Sunday night. Looks awesome. I'm super excited to watch Wagner Hosta smack the shit out of someone. <laughs> yeah. Any other uh any other items or news that you want to bring up we fucked up last week, Josh? Oh yeah. Um when you guys were talking about the walk in of one of the brown belts. The stripper walk in? Yes. Okay. That is literally like a move for move reenactment of the Magic Mike dance. Why do you know this? Because I've watched Magic Mike before. Multiple Why? times. Why? I have a wife. That's reasonable. Right. I sat down and watched it. I've seen both of them. They're good movies. There's two of them? Yeah, there's Magic Mike and Magic Mike XXL. That's terrifying. <laughs> that just like you you looked at me and like made direct contact. You're like eye contact, you're like Magic Mike XXL. Like, in Jesus. the begin in the beginning of Magic Mike XXL, uh Channing Tatum is working on his business and Pony comes on and he does the dance again in the beginning, but there's no woman there, it's just him. Okay, so the Mind dance. Fact. Okay, so it's it's a well known dance, and it's the magic. Yeah, so Mike between dance. Stark, Emil, and myself, having not seen Magic Mike, we didn't get the joke, Josh. But you motherfuckers were like, that shit was ex- that was like a Magic Mike tryout. I was like, no, you dummies, it was literally Magic Mike. I didn't know, man. I didn't know. All right, so uh, aside from those two pieces of news, anything else that we fucked up that you need to, you know, clarify or that you want to add to from last week's events? What did I say? Did I send anything in the ch- in the 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 group chat? No, you were like, I have I have two things, and I think, I'm not sure if you had any others. I, I can't remember. Uh, I do know that Ryan and Emil stepped up for me, and I appreciated that. Yeah, they, they did a great they, job. They did a great job. Listening to that episode, I was like, damn. So a funny thing for that episode, what, what do you want to say first? That's what I remember. Um, I want to apologize for Maine, and, uh, for Maine and Emil to Ryan, because you guys treated him like a fucking child and left him in the corner, apparently. And it was never like, what do you think, Ryan? Every, they said that like two times. Every time it was like, Emil? And then My you bad, wouldn't man. let Ryan talk. Yeah, I talked over him a bunch, and I kept trying to stop doing that. And towards the end, it got a lot better. At the beginning, I was editing that show, and I was like, oh, no, I'm that asshole. Fucking dick. Yeah. But so behind the curtain here, we originally had a board set up uh, that has multiple mic inputs before we recorded that episode. And we got here. I got the board set up. And I could not get logic to, to read the board, so I had to go back to the standard setup that Josh and I use. I had to swap the mics, and Emil and Ryan were actually on the same mic 
for that episode because I could not figure out the tech issue. It's been an hour with them sitting here trying to mess with the board, trying to get it to work to get the three mic inputs. Couldn't do it. So apologize if that came through on the mic. And, and they uh, still only let Emil and Main talk. Poor Ryan. Dude, Stark had a great comment about some things. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But it's because he had to fucking butt in and be like, all right, guys, it's my turn. That's not unreasonable. Dicks. So, sorry, Stark. We love you. We appreciate you coming in on short notice and uh, helping helping the show out. So other news this week, Wagner Hosha is a nasty man. Um, Masters Worlds, it's on. We're going to talk about that a little later in Luana Alzugir and Anna Carolina Vieira, Hadolfo Vieira's sister, baby, baby. Vieira, whatever you want to call her. They got married in Vegas this weekend. I didn't did know they were a couple. And nor did I, Josh. I saw that, uh, again, Flo Grappling has a news article, and I went, huh, I didn't know that. Yep, so they got married. Apparently, it was a small ceremony. Uh, Hadolfo walked his sister down the aisle. Congrats to them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Jiu-Jitsu couples. The world needs more of those. There you go. So, yeah, that was... Uh, I think that's it for news. Yeah. Another question. That's, I think that does it for news. I don't know. Throw you a question. Uh-huh. So usually during big IBJJF events, kind mm-hmm. of everything else stops. And in my head, the four major events are Worlds, yeah, uh, like Adult Worlds, Euros, Brazilieros, and um, Pans. Pans. This week as well. That's four, right? Yeah, I just like the way you're you're doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do four. Um, I do four with my fingers next to the pinky finger down the ring finger the ring finger i, I point my ring finger down so i hold up my my full hand you and look do four. like an alien i just i hold up four i don't do four like this because i can't put my thumb across you don't need to put your thumb across you can just do this This comes great on audio podcast so i, I, I hold you up can f- do it like the four horsemen people don't have to see your thumb as long as I, I, they don't see is, your thumb so you're okay three four that's how i Four. Something is wrong with you, Josh. Come on, this many episodes, you know something's wrong with me. Something is so. Back wrong to my 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 question here is: Do you think that World Masters is also a major event? Four thousand fucking competitors. What do you think? I think yeah. I think we need to start terming that there's now five major events. No, because in the calendar, it's it's, it's only a Masters event. It's not an adult of, event. There's a lot of events that people don't talk about that can be major, and it shuts down most of jujitsu. It's just that a lot of people are focused on those major four and other things. Some other companies are like, I'm still going to run something the same day as this. But everybody knows Masters is a big deal. It runs from Wednesday until Sunday. Yeah, it's one of the yeah, longer it's events. going to be a big deal. And they run the Vegas Open at the same time. So like guys like Hanger crush through the Vegas Open. You're like, God damn, Barbosa was there. Pick your, pick your big name guy was in Vegas for that as well. Yeah, and then you have the world masters. Right. So I don't understand why I, you think it's just like, I don't know. These are these. I just think we have the th- the four major events. I think we need to start considering world masters, be, given, given how much of an impact it has on the jiu-jitsu community. We need to start considering that as one of the, as a fifth major event. They're not putting it in the major talk because n- it's not possible for everyone to, because you have to be a master. To you have to be it. at least 30 to compete. So, right. That's why it's not in there, but you know, from a competitor, from a sheer volume of competitors that are at the event, it's a it's a large event. Yeah. Imagine being like, I don't know, thirty eight or however old uh, uh, Shanji Hibero is. Yeah, and you're like, I'm gonna go in this division, and I'll uh, I'll be good. You know, I'm a black belt, whatever. 
and then you run into Shanji first round. Like, Good luck with that. Yeah. You have all of these dudes that you might not even know are masters are in masters. Dude, Megaton took his 11th masters title this week. Uh-huh. That's fucking crazy. 11. Mm-hmm. He's been in masters for 11 things competing. Yeah, he's like 50-some-odd years old. I think he's like 53 or something like that. There you go. See? So it's crazy. He has 11 Masters titles now. He could have had, you know, 20-some-odd if they had been running it for that long. Yeah. So. Let's get into that. Let's. We're done with the news. Let's get into it. So a quick side note before we get into it. Uh, Wagner Hosha defeated Alex Martin at XFN 21 via a uncommon submission. Uh, I'm not sure what Josh would call this, but... I would call this a a smother or like a, a face like a face smother. Just puts his hand over his face, face like mouth and mouth and nose and just stops him breathing. And eventually, you know, Wagner is on the back when he's doing this and he has the arm trapped, he has the other hand pushed down, and with one hand he just face smothers Alex. It's amazing. I cannot recall the last time I've seen this submission actually utilized. It's actually fairly hard to pull out, and there's actually a specific way that you have to orient your thumb and top finger to actually close off the nose as well as the mouth. Really cool submission. Go back and watch it. Um, Again, we love Wagner Hosha because he is a nasty man. So on to our recap of the 2018 IBJJF World Masters event in Las Vegas, Nevada. There's Uh, a lot of black belt. There's a lot of black belt. So usually on the show, we typically cover for IBJJF events and major you know tournament style events we typically cover the adult black belt results uh world masters is kind of funny because there is no adult black it's belt all division. masters it's all masters so it's like well which ones do you want to cover do you want to start at masters start, one start ripping through these right. things you want to see who's like a master nine champion and let's see if they have more than one person in that division all right so black belt masters one uh, division four at least rooster rooster weight rooster weight Ivanel Cavalcante de Oliveira. Oh, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. You started messing up English names last yeah, week. Yeah, it was bad. It and, was rough. Yeah, dude, that's Josh. You were a staple on the show for the names. As soon as I had to do it, I was like, oh god. And then I realized Emil could do it better than me. I was like, fuck yeah. And you still took over some of the names when Emil was here, and I was like, you're you're yo Josh. Terrible. You and I have a system here, and we understand. Mio Stark and myself didn't have a system. It was no man's land. You should have went, who can enunciate foreign names? Emil? All right, cool. Especially after you found out that he was Hispanic. I knew he was Hispanic. Then you should have went there. That's the closest thing to Portuguese. What? (laughs) I just got so confused. The man can speak Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhat similar to Portuguese. There's a little bit of a translation bit. in there, but whatever. Bit. Yeah. So, hey, that guy should be reading the names. Yeah, that's a good point. You're anyway, right. Juan Lopez de Silva, Javier Gomez, Masaki Todokoro. Is he Masters? Goddamn. Yep. See, all these people that you don't even yeah. know. But it's 30. Like Again, a lot of the top black belts are like and in these, their 30s now. And these are these guys. They're... Rooster weights in their 30s, at least, that compete at adult. Yeah. That make that light-ass weight. Jesus. Yeah. Light featherweight, Black Masters 1, Jose Tiago da Silva, Rene Eduardo Lopez, Paulo Alberto Santana, and Timothy Mendoza. That's one through three. Black belt, Masters male feather. 
Diego Bispo, who's from, well, I was going to say around this area, but Virginia Beach is, is, is a little bit of a drive. I mean, seven hours or so. Six-ish, yeah. Give or, give or take, second place. Yeah. Josh Rodriguez in third second. Third place. Uh, Fabio Passos. Also in third place. Why did you say also? He was the first one in third place. And then Rafael da Costa is the other third place. Yeah, also in third place. Yeah, but you're making you're saying it like two and three were also third place. Anyway. Oh, my bad. Lightweight division. Black belts. Obviously. I don't have to I'm out of it. There we go. Jake Dude, McKenzie. I'm just getting off a three day bender. So uh I'm also out of it as well. When'd you get back from your trip, by the way? Wednesday. Okay. I got back literally four hours ago. I got back Wednesday to my house at eight o'clock in the morning. And then I slept until three. Jesus. That jet lag's real. Um Jake McKenzie taking first place. That's awesome. He beat out uh Kishino and then Antonio Roberto Crivellari. Ooh, wow, I, I think I nailed that one. I did. Uh and Tiago Abreu. That's uh lightweight. Holy crap. Under the middleweight division. Uh Rafael Barbosa. Fabio Paulita, Marcus Antalante, and Tiago Hosha. Onto the yeah. medium heavy division. Uh, Vitor Oliveira. We always see him on Fight to Win and whatnot. Oh, yeah, all the time. But we got first place. Yes. Uh, Diogo Arujo. Here's one that I bet you didn't expect DJ Jackson. Third place. Oh, my in- God. There he is. Dale Alonso Jerome Jackson. Yes, I know that. How old is he? At least 30, apparently. God damn, good for him. <laughs> and then Juarez Nunez. Round that one out. Onto the heavyweight division. Nivaldo Oliveira Lima. Roberto Alencar. Diego Herzog. And Diogo Silva. Onto the super heavyweight division. Marcus Vinicius Marias Dos Santos. Killed it. Gibson Sa, Alberto Lotterman Jr., and Vitor Schlosser. On to, oh. On to the ultra heavyweight. You're welcome. Yep. Marcelo Nunez, Igor Silva, Aaron Ajiman. I ruined that one. And Everson Hosha. And then the open weight class. Uh, Rafael Barbosa, Vitor Schlosser, DJ Jackson again in third. And Juarez Nunes. That's some of these guys. I don't think that they're you know that old. I mean, DJ Jackson, for instance. I was yeah, like, I didn't he's know like so- twenty six. Apparently not. He's apparently over thirty now, dude. I saw a video of him um, at Masters this weekend grabbing a Kimura on some guy and just lifting him off the ground and like ripping his arm away. And the guy taps and just kind of like gets up, like I beat that Kimura, that guy. But it's a vicious Kimura. It's like highly what's going on for Masters Worlds. Yeah, I've been like picking through some of these videos all all weekend and just seeing the things that pop up. I, I want to delve really deep into like all of these random weird matches. I want to find like my weight class at Brown Belt, see how that's going. And right now my weight class is um, super heavyweight. Because I gained like 15 pounds. Wait, what do you weigh now? Uh, I got on the scale yesterday, and I weighed 213. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, when I left, I was 198. That's that. That'll tell you how much you gained. 15 pounds in eight days. Yeah, be you impressed. gained two pounds a day. Be impressed. That's. I ate. A I don't know if that's lot. impressive or concerning, Josh. I ate a lot. It doesn't look like it, but I ate a lot. I mean, it looks a little bit like it. Oh yeah, no, you can see it. I was talking to a, a friend of mine that just came into town. And I was like, ugh. He's like, you know, he's like, thank you for not mauling me while we were training. I was like, I was just trying to make sure I didn't vomit all over myself because of how fat I got. He goes, yeah, you're looking a little thicker there. I was like, we got to start running again. Donuts. Apparently my knee's fine. So. Oh, hey, there's the news. Maine's knee is not messed up. He's just a giant puss. I got an MRI back and they're like, yeah, your knee's actually fine. Oh, you know what else is in news that we left out? What? Shout out Gamma Shane Hill seminar. Yep. That's super exciting. That's, uh, I think, October 15th yeah. for them. That's awesome. So it'll be cool. To it's see. limited space. It'll be cool to learn from an actual world champion. If you're in there, I've, I've learned from several world champions before. Just I'd be cool to learn from a guy from Maryland who's a world champion. There you go. American I'm super excited. Belt. Oh, and he's around my size, kind of. He's taller than you. Oh, way taller than me, but like. And probably bigger than you, honestly. He is way bigger than me. I've spoken to the man. Like he, We both have. Yeah. He's taller than both of us. Yes, but that's not impressive because we're both short people. We are very short. Anyway, do you want to get into the female black belts? I do want to get the female black belts, Josh. Right now you have listed the blue belts. I just want you to know that. I am dyslexic. I thought that said black. <laughs> Give me one moment, please. <laughs> so on to the female black belts for the light featherweight division. Christina Barlin, who we see a lot on Fight to Win. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Uh, Itzel Aguilar. Miriam Serki. Oh, Ooh, Ooh, that is a name, Josh. Serkia? Sir Serkia. I don't know. And Rita Gribben. On to the featherweights for the females. Karen Borges, who we see a lot, and there was a big thing on her with uh, her having a child and then coming back and becoming a champion. Yep, world champion. Good on her. Again, a master, which is like, okay, adult world champion and master's champion. Cool. She's a boss is what, oh, yeah. what that says. Uh. Tassawan Casey, Tessa Simpson, and Tracy Goodell, who we've been seeing uh, a resurgence of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of came back what about eight months ago, six, six eight a months ago? A couple months ago, Something yeah. Something like that. Onto the lightweight division for the females. Fabiana Borges, Andressa Souza, Judith Gomez, and Leonie Munslow. Onto the middleweight division for the women. Shanti Abella, Victoria... Oh, my God. Bordreau? Yeah, Bordreau. Yeah, we'll go with Bordeaux, that. Bordeaux, I think. No, there's an R there. All right, you're right. You're correct. Uh, Vanessa D'Souza and Vanessa Wexler yep. round out the middleweight division. And I think this is Vanessa Wexler's first Masters World at Black Belt. She just got promoted to Black Belt a little bit ago. We've seen her fight to win. She's the woman that had that huge, long walkout with a dance number on fight to win. Uh, brown belt. That's Vanessa Wexler. Yep. Okay, 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 yep. okay, okay. On to the medium heavyweights. This is a uh, actually a small one. Yep, it's a, for, I think it's the first division we've had at Masters One that is not uh, fully rounded out with at least four competitors. Hmm. Claudia Doval takes first, and Catherine Lance takes second. On to the heavyweight division again, a division with three. Someone who I didn't know was again over thirty years old, Talita Noguera. Hmm. That was really interesting. Uh, Jennifer Hinato and Caitlin Huggins. And that was, again, another. It was just a three-person division. 
So I think it was Jennifer Case from Hanato Tavares. Case. What did I say? You said Jennifer Hanato. Oh. Oh yeah, I was looking at yep. the name of the Jennifer Case. Excuse me. Under the black belt super heavyweight division, Fabiana Santos and Hillary Van Ornum. And then finally onto the open weight class for the women, Claudia Doval, Fabiana Borges, Miriam. Sir Kira, I know I'm I'm killing that, and I apologize, but I'm terrible at names. And then Shanti Abella. So that's that that's Masters one. My question for you now is: We're seeing a ton of people in Masters that we see an adult frequently, like Hinger, like Lovato, like. Uh... No, they were at the open. They were at the open. They weren't. They weren't this weekend. We didn't just read through their names. We might see them in Masters too, but. Do you think the sport is shifting away from at the black belt level, younger competitors, or like, what do you think? Do you think there's a shift happening? We see plenty of young competitors. We see plenty of old competitors. Name me one of the people on this list that placed top three in worlds. Yep, an adult. An adult. Um, did Kashino make it to the semis? When he knocked out Grippo? He, that was at the quarter of the semis. He might have made it to the semis. I think he made it to the semis. Yes. That's like, there's like two people on this list, honestly. Uh, uh, Karen Borges and Kishinya. And that's honestly all I can think of right now. That ma- and, and, and this isn't a knock against like older people. I'm not saying like, ooh, is it? But I don't think a shift is there. I think okay. at adult worlds, it's still a young man's game. There are a few aside people, from like Malfasini and like and and, and Kyle, Kyle. If he shows up and, and you know Cyborg always makes waves and you're getting guys that are getting closer to the that thirty year old threshold, but are still putting in work. I mean, low getting injured. He's getting closer to 30. Yeah. He is. Oh, yeah. He's keeping it on 30. Uh-huh. And you've got, you know, Muhammad Ali coming after him. And what's he, like 22? I want, I think he's he might be as old as 23. Or you've got uh, Bouchesha probably inching towards 30. I think he's still in his 20s. 27, 28, I think. Something like that. Yeah. And. Yeah, so it still is really a young man's game. It really is. Like I know. I thought I was, I was looking at all of these names and I recognize a lot of these names. But in reality. Yeah, the most like top top guys we're seeing are still you know anywhere from you know twenty two to like twenty eight to twenty nine. Yeah, we don't see a ton of guys that are eighteen though. I mean, black belt you can't do to nineteen for average IGF. Well, now yeah, right. But so we see a lot of guys twenty nine. Yeah, but there, there's very few nineteen year old black belts we see. But yeah, I agree. Nineteen to twenty nine, which again is the adult division we just don't see a huge amount of guys above that we see the exceptions to the rule like guys like Malfacine, guys like cyborg but yeah i think i'm wrong there actually and there are a ton of dudes that are here competing and females that are competing that put in work and you'll still see them in these divisions but when the world show up like you see you see them in other events but at worlds with all the marbles on the line You've got all these young, hungry people. Yeah. Like being a Pan's champion is a huge deal. Being a European champion is a huge deal. You know, Brazilian national champion, big deal. But it really does pale in comparison, in comparison to being an adult black belt world champion. So, just really interesting. 
cool event. Yeah, there's tons of matches up if you had teammates or friends go out there. 4,000 people, 4,000 competitors. You can the find event. their match. Like uh, one of the head guys at U.S. Grappling, uh, John Telford, Bagels, as everybody knows him. Yep. He went out there. Uh, so many people. Uh, Saida Durkee, uh, who we see in the the... M, M, uh, DMV. I was going to say MVA. I was like, that's not right. DMV <laughs> area. She went out there. She won and got promoted to Purple Belt. Uh, Dr. Jose was out there, took yep. silver and bronze in his divisions. We we had a whole bunch of people that we knew that went out there, and there's tons of video. There is literally hours. There's more video that you can physically watch in a couple weeks. Because you have what eight? What no? Not eight mats. They have um, they have twelve, 12 mats. Twelve mats, and then you have three days of twelve mats running six to ten hours a day. Good luck. Yeah, there's there's tons of footage where you can just pick things up. Uh, before I had made plans to go to Colorado, I was thinking about competing in this, but then you been was, to Vegas before? Nope. Neither have I. I've never been to Vegas. I have not been further west than Texas. Really? Really. Uh, I've been out. Okay. Yeah, I've spent a little time outside, out west, but I've like gone to LAX for California, and that's it. I've never been to Cali. I've never been, never spent time out west. I haven't really either, which bums me out, but. There's so much good jujitsu out there. I want to get out there, but uh, there's like a lot of earthquakes too, and like. Whatever. The, some of the. Smoke was coming over from California. Like all these people were like, "Oh yeah, that's doesn't normally look like this. This is smoke coming from California." Really, from that far away? Yeah. Wow. Like, that's how bad the wildfires were. My brother, who works for, uh, with NASA, works for slash with NASA, um, sent me a picture when the fires first started, probably like a couple, like a month or two ago, um, and it was an aerial with like no grid lines. It was like, literally like a satellite image of that area, and I was like, "What am I looking at?" Because it's like it's like weird and kind of blurred, and I was like, "Oh." That's just smoke. And you can see, like, that section of the United States is just, like, blanketed in, like, fire and smoke. And it was really weird to see from, like, just a regular satellite image with no markers or anything. It was just, like, here's an image of the Earth, and you can see the fire and the smoke from space. It was kind of creepy. Wild shit. Yeah. So that does it for the recap section of the show this week. Um, Subspectrum 5, the, ki- the Kids and Teens, is also happening this week. Uh, we don't have video for that yet. We're going to try to take a look at that and then bring you some information about that next week, if possible. Um, we did check, and indeed, ACBJJ15 has not occurred yet and it's not happening next week, per everything we've looked at. So we didn't forget ACBJJ this time. Um, some other events coming up on the horizon. We have the High Rollers 3 event coming at the beginning of September. We have a super fight between Mateus Dinsen and Craig Jones happening. Nice. The Niz, I always say calm Denzen. The Niz happening. Um, on Invitational 9 is September 15th. Subspectrum 6 is on the horizon. Rise 5 on 928. E- sorry, ECBA. Uh, the EBI 17, the 185-pound combat jiu-jitsu, is happening at the end of September. So there's some really good events coming up. Um, just and not a whole lot. tons more that we don't have listed currently. Oh, yeah. I have a whole list of screenshots on my phone that need to be added to the master list at this time. Uh, not to mention all of the fight-to-wins that are coming up. And, you know, there's some really fun matchups on some upcoming cards. Uh, there's not a fight-to-win next week, but there is one the following week, and I believe the following week after that. Yeah, no ACB. I, I've checked. Thank God. <laughs> For some reason, that, yeah, if, you, if you listen to the show, that is a running joke. Josh and I think have forgotten about ACBJJ three separate occasions. 
at least. Yeah. Um, once again, thanks to Emil and Ryan for stepping up on somewhat short notice to fill in for my stupid ass while I was away. Uh, I feel recharged and wonderful and ready to move out to Colorado. Just gonna have to continue to convince my wife to do that. Yo, baby, you only gotta deal with snow for like six months a year, but other than that, it's outstanding. Apparently, that's more mountainous, the snow. All okay. the people that we talked to were like, yeah, it's not that snowy when you're not in the mountains. Yeah, okay, but it's snow people telling you it's not that snowy. Like, dude, I lived in Maine for 20 years. I'd be like, it's not that snowy. It only snows like five months out of the year. It's not that snowy. Whatever, the airport told me there was 300 days of sunshine. That sounds pretty great. I'm just saying. I don't care if there's snow. It's sun. I'll deal with 300 days of sun. Dude, there is so much cool stuff. So many animals. People in Colorado love dogs. If I took a picture of every dog we stopped and pet or talked to people about their dog, I'd probably have at least 300 extra pictures. That's awesome. Sounds I, like you had a great I, vacation, I love Josh. dogs. We saw goats. I saw a mountain sheep. You love farm animals and like animals in general. No, I saw mountain goats and regular goats. Oh. Mountain goats are pretty cool. I saw a mountain sheep in the actual wild, not at a uh You went hiking and shit. So this is the first vacation with the family. It was yeah. good. It was amazing. Awesome. All the Airbnbs worked out, all the car rentals worked out. It did. Although we did get, so we got to the we got to where the car was parked. Okay. And uh, was it not parked at a lot? It was parked in a lot. Okay, okay. Um, but what was funny was I was reading through the rules. Oh, it needs to, you know, bring it back with a full tank of gas, make sure it's clean, so on and so forth, mark where it was parked. Well, we get the text info. Hey, yeah, the last people that had it didn't say where they were parked, so we think it's right here. Are you like, fucking kidding me? I was like, all right, cool, we'll find it. We think it's right here. It's fine. It's like fucking scavenger hunt to find your car. Well, our flight left late, so we got there later, and we texted the people, and we're like, sorry, late text message. They're like, no problem. It's probably right here. We got to it. It was there. We turn on the car. The gas tank is empty. I was like... Like how empty? Like on E, empty. Jesus. Fortunately, the Airbnb that we were in was about 10 minutes away from the lot that the car was in, so we got there, and that was no problem. Also, the first guy... uh in the Airbnb, stayed up till almost 1 o'clock in the morning to let us in his house. That's outstanding. So that guy got a, a definite five-star review on that one. Uh, and then when we went camping, we were just, you know, we have children, so they make a mess. So we were cleaning up a little bit to try to lessen all the mess that we would have to clean up at the end of the car rental. We found a uh, opened an almost completely empty bottle of rum under the driver's seat. Jesus. <laughs> so the person that had this vehicle before you liked to party, they, Josh. They partied. Was uh, it we talking like a fifth or like a handle? Or like a bottle, like a little bottle? Like a um, liter bottle or something? Liters aren't small bottles. Uh, you obviously have a drinking problem. I mean, <laughs> I just uh, got off like a three-day event and trip that involved that a lot, maybe. Let's, let's not lie. You were at a three-day thing for fantasy football, which, hold on, you did not participate in drafting or anything. Nope. You moderated it. Yes. So I got to yell when people hadn't drafted in time that they got skipped and someone else was going to go. That is the dorkiest thing that you are into, and you are into some dorky shit. 
I'm not like I'm into it. Don't but, lie. Like, you went there for three days, dude. I had an opportunity to go to Deep Creek for three days and be in a giant like lake house and like yell about rules. I love rules, man. I got to yell these yell at rules for all the events that about ran. hand egg, fake hand egg, mm. fantasy hand egg, fake hand egg. Yeah, and they run a bunch of events there and like. To figure out how they're going to draft, how they're going to seed. I yelled at them about the rules for those events. I get to yell about rules for three days. Was most of it... See, that makes me seem like you guys stayed inside discussing all of this stuff, drinking, and then doing mock drafts. No, we didn't mock draft. It was a real draft. Everyone's already done their mock drafts when you get there. No one does a mock draft when you get there. That's done. That's you, You're a professional. You're in the league. There's, there's lakes and swimming and outdoors. There's a fire pit. You guys didn't do shit, did you? You were literally inside drinking for three days. Uh, I chilled in the hot tub for a minute. That is that is the worst. That is like the anti-vacation that I would want. Dude, it, it was That amazing. is an anti-three-day indoor activity. Weekend. It was a billiards table. I played like 50 games of billiards. It was amazing. How old are you? What year what? were you born? 1920? Billiards? Just say pool. It's not pool. Pool is the game. Okay? There's a game called pool. Like nine ball is a game. Eight ball is a game. Okay? Under pool. No, no, pool is a, is a game. You pool. Like, like eight ball is pool. A game of pool? That's pool, okay? Because you pool your money together. That's where the term comes from. Billiards is the sport. The table is a billiards table. It's not a pool table. It's a billiards table. It's a pool table because you're playing pool. You can play pool. No, you're playing pool. And what did you play on said table? Uh, I pool? played cutthroat and I played eight ball. Pool. You could say pool, yeah. I played pool. For like two days, it was great. No, that that is the worst. Dude, it was an amazing vacation. Those are like people that are like, I really like working vacations or working weekends. I'm like, what's wrong with you? It was great. I got outside so much. It was amazing. I got sunburned three separate times. Don't care. I, That's bad for your skin, Josh. Eventually, yes. I got to hang out with a giraffe, like up close and personal. That's kind of weird. No, it's not. It's a fucking giraffe. You ever hung out with a giraffe? I, I've not I've not hung out with a giraffe. Josh. You ever touched a giraffe? Maybe. I have. Its head was on my head. You got a picture of it. I know. I put a piece of lettuce in my mouth and wanted to see if it would take the lettuce out of my mouth. It did. It looked like the giraffe and I kissed. It was awesome. That's kind of creepy. No, it was fucking awesome because I'm like, I, I love animals. Domestic animals I love. I love dogs. Cats are indifferent just because they're indifferent towards you. These are exotic creatures, and don't get me wrong, I don't think, like, zoos are the best thing either because, you know, you've got a bunch of caged animals. Sometimes it actually helps the species by letting it breed. Sometimes it does not. Cough pandas. Yeah, pandas are stupid. They are. Uh, But there were a lot of giraffes. It was awesome. We got to see all sorts of stuff. I got to go on top of mountains. I went rock climbing. And not like harnessed, like bouldering, I guess they call it. Uh, that was really fun. I'm happy you're recharged, man. It's do you, good. Do you see my knuckles? That's from climbing up a rock wall. That looks great. His was... knuckles are all uh, all bruised and cut up. And I did it barefoot, not rock climbing shoes or shoes. Well, I did what is it wrong shoes. with you? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't aware that I carried rock climbing shoes that I don't have around with me all the time. Oh, yeah. You texted us. You're like, hey, does anyone have a pair of 11 and a half rock climbing shoes? I was like, I do not. 
And I went half a size up because rock climbing shoes are uncomfortable as fuck. Yeah, mine are, uh, are the size they're supposed to be, and they crush my toes into the pocket like they're supposed to. Same thing with ski boots for racing. They're supposed to be two sizes too small. You're supposed to be able to wear them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Racing, racing boots literally like hurt your feet so bad because they crush your foot together to give you additional control of the ski. Yeah, I don't want my foot to be crushed. I want to be comfortable while doing something. No, it's that's not about comfort, but it's about you know, it's about precision. I'm not a professional. I'm not getting paid to do these things. I'm all about comfort and leisure. Yeah, we have different goals, Josh. <laughs> yeah, because you know you're a professional skier. I used to be. Or professional. Yeah, for two years. I got my national cert and everything. How much money did you make? Uh, for two years, I probably made, uh, I was 16 and 17. So I was probably making, uh, I'm making garbage money, but I did it for two years. So you were a hobbyist that happened to get paid. You're like mm. a a semi-pro video game player. We call that a guy that plays video games. Exactly, and you happen to just win a couple of dollars. I wasn't winning shit. I was instructing. Oh yeah. Oh, that doesn't even count. How dare you? You were a fucking hill monkey. Sounds where, fun though. Where you were you you were a fucking jockey for small children. Pretty much. You were like, here, this is how you fall on your butt if you really got to slow down. I mean, I taught him how to ski. <laughs> So enough about that. So that does it for this week on the Grappling Rewind podcast. I've been Maine. I'm Josh. And we will see you on the mats or the slopes, depending on what you want to do. Or the, or the wall. I know you do, man. That's why I love the show so much. As always, you can email us at thegrapplingrewind at gmail.com. You can check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, and pretty much anywhere you can find Facebook podcasts. We're on Facebook, Grappling Rewind. Instagram. Grappling Rewind. Twitter. Grappling Rewind. Reach out to us on social media. If you got something that you want us to cover, you want to clarify, you know, we are here. You want to tell us we're idiots. Hey, let us know. You want us to pronounce your name correctly? Let us know. Subscribe. Subscribe on the YouTube page. Leave us a review. Helps us out a lot. It helps us out. And, you know, it eventually will help you out. We like to give back. We're doing this as something that isn't done. So help us help you. Again, as always, I'm Josh. I'm Maine. And this is the Grappling Rewind Podcast. We'll see you on the mats.